0: Hi, I'm Brian Keith Dalton, and I took a left at the valley.
1: I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists, you know. We don't have non-astrologers
2: and all that. But with the religious people taking over the world, I mean, we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner. I'm proud to be an
3: atheist, a skeptic, a non-believer, an infidel, a heathen. I call it how I see it. I
1: say it's ignorance, and you just call it faith, and unsubstantiated claim.
4: From surprisingly sunny BC, this is Left the Valley. My name is Kevin, and on Halloween, parents send their kids out looking like me. You to do the Joining me as usual is <laughs> a team that will tell you that a gentleman always remembers a woman's birthday, but never her age. Smart. That's a wise
5: gentleman.
4: It is. Well, the is. I don't remember my age
5: sometimes, so we're all out of luck.
4: <laughs> She wonders at what age is it appropriate to tell her the dog that he's adopted. (laughs) Never. He's a good boy. (laughs) And she wonders if the skulls of her enemies are dishwasher safe. Kirsten. Mm, I think
1: they hand wash. I think hand wash as well. That's a lot of small bits.
4: Ladies, welcome
1: back.
5: Good to
1: be
4: here. Hope you had a great week. We're going to yeah. have, a, we're gonna have an interesting yeah. show today, because today we'll be talking to Damien Lee, Lee Thor of the group Predator,
2: yeah.
5: a heavy
4: metal group, so that's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. But first, let's do our usual chit-chat.
5: And hear our wonderful voices.
4: I had, I went to Fan Expo last weekend.
1: Nerd! No!
4: Kirsten, I know you went too. Yes, I did. What were your impressions? Um, For me, it was the first time I went to a thing like that. No.
1: Oh, i, told you. It, but I enjoyed day. it um i, I feel that. i feel this year it was a little bit smaller i know they had it over in the west hall this yep, year yep, um yep. the first year i went they had it over there but they had more they had i think two levels to do it in i feel like this year maybe it got a little bit too many things booked up at once um so i feel like they didn't get as much space
4: for, well, for, for me, like I said, it's the first time I went to one of these things, and I went for only one reason, really. I, <laughs> I, I, I went because I wanted to meet my... Uh, Your hero?
2: ...children yes.
4: uh, idol, uh, Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk. So I can't believe I actually got to shake the hand of... What? You destroyed my place?
2: <laughs> no,
5: you I know. dropped my phone. <laughs>
4: well, again. And I scared
5: myself.
4: <laughs> like, like last week?
5: <laughs>
4: so... That was kind of cool that we get to shake yeah. the hand, and uh, he actually got a picture of him. I love in the a pictures.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think you got a bit, a bit of a kink there for the chokehold, Kevin.
4: Uh, I, I, you know, I hate pictures where everybody stands up and smile. I hate that. There needs to be action, and I don't know. It seems to make people laugh when people are beating me up for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the chokehold thing works. But overall, it was...
1: Amazing. And, and well, also got to talk to some of our favorite art creators, Fabled Creative. Yeah. Go check them well, out. Well, I saw Science a lot of that.
4: Church. A lot of these artists. And uh, this whole, uh, the impression I got is this whole thing is really designed to make you spend a lot of money. Yes. My God.
5: You don't but want is to is know every. how much money we spent there last
4: year. No, I don't. The funny because thing is though. Too much money on this.
1: Is you actually, you? a lot of the time the artists will get, you'll get discounts on what you're buying there. So if you actually yeah. were to buy them from like their site or their actual like in-store, you'll be paying more.
4: Yeah. I, I went with my daughter and uh, I happened to buy her one of those entire Harry Potter outfits. With a Hermione yeah. wand. I, I thought to myself, Christina would be oh, so proud right now she I was am, here.
5: <laughs> I am very. What, what house is she
4: in? Oh, oh God. She went, of course she went for Gryffindor, right? Uh, of course, right? Nobody goes for something else. Um, we are both me. Hufflepuff. Thank you very much. I don't know.
5: Hufflepuff is the best.
4: Oh, okay. I, I'm in the, and now we can I'm Hufflepuff. in the platypus house. I'm in the platypus house. And I, I gotta give a shout out to a gentleman that was there. who Actually, happened to be a listener.
2: <gasps> really?
4: This gentleman, this is. Uh, did heads he recognize
2: up to, you? He did. <gasps> well,
4: not not from the picture, but I I told him uh, you know uh, this guy is uh, his name is Jackson. And uh, hello, he, Jackson. hello,
1: Jackson. Hello, Jackson. Right?
4: Uh, shout out to Jackson. And uh, he he does kilt. <gasps> right? They do custom kilt oh, stuff like oh, that.
1: Oh, I, I think I saw something about that. Did, was he? Did he mention something on Facebook? I think, well, sort of. Uh, something.
4: I was wearing my t-shirt that Anthony Magnabasco sent me said street epistemologist let's talk nice. about how we know stuff he looks at my t-shirt and says I love that t-shirt he says that reminds me of a guy uh, and I said Anthony Magnamasco. he says yes exactly <laughs> and, and then we started talking and, and I, I told him you know he, he revealed he was an atheist and I said oh it's cool we should have you on the show one of these days So, said what's your podcast I said well it's called Left in the Valley he said I listen to that show <laughs> hey,
2: so, <laughs> people actually
4: listen yeah, so, <laughs> people at home actually listen <laughs> he's, from, he's from Victoria so, shout out to Jackson. Yeah. It was great meeting you, buddy. And I sure hope we can uh, talk again soon. Okay, moving on. Um, did you guys hear that the global warming was going to make beer scarcer and more expensive?
1: Ah! Yes, I saw ah, that ha, link. Ha, 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 ha. There's a UN report <laughs> saying
4: that beer, chocolate, coffee, and wine no. No. is going to be affected. No. no! Why did
5: you leave with beer? We should be talking about coffee's going to be... <laughs>
4: Well, you know what? If that doesn't get people moving on climate change, nothing will. Beer, chocolate,
1: coffee, and wine
4: are like the top four things people need. That's but, how
5: we cope with life. That's this, how
4: America copes. This would hurt the production of barley, which, of course, is heat sensitive. Coffee. Uh, they estimate the loss of about fi- seventeen percent, which would price would double the price of beer.
5: No, well, it no coffee.
4: Well, coffee is probably going to have a similar fate. I don't have the stats for coffee.
5: Coffee. Confessor. I don't drink beer, so I'm not super attached. But, but coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I literally chocolate. drink. I actually don't like chocolate. What?
1: I love chocolate. Okay, You're there's fired. a
5: story You're so behind fired. this, though, because I grew up... My dad worked at a chocolate factory.
4: Oh, okay, fair enough. So, so he, she got you, overloaded? He got he got got
5: boxes <laughs> and boxes of the chocolate that wasn't perfect, so I got overloaded. And, and, and you yeah, never I can shared it. I, can I didn't know you.
4: Did um, you guys hear... Uh, Do you guys hear about Hyperloop One?
2: No.
5: no. Hyperloop
4: One is a, from the a virgin, uh, the Richard Branson? Remember the millionaire Richard Branson with the Virgin Company? It's a yeah, high-speed sure. train. And uh, they've been in negotiations with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia.
2: Gross.
4: But Al Branson has announced that he might halt investment Good. Because of the uh, Jamal Kagoshi... Uh, am I saying this right? I have no idea. Khashoggi. This is a $1 billion investment. It might actually stop because of this
5: Good. They're, this like, death with the journalist. Saudi Arabia is... They're crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. Like, um... They... Yeah.
1: Let's get some
4: consequences.
5: Exactly. Especially... Yeah america right now it's just like no we're we're gonna ignore that and we're just just like
4: uh, did you guys hear there's a skull shaped asteroid that's shaped (laughs) like a skull that's gonna pass by earth in time for halloween
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely
4: this is asteroid 2015 tb145 it'll pass at at 38 million kilometers from earth It's it's not a big asteroid it's about 625 meters wide
5: but shaped
4: like a big skull. It, well, it kind of kind of looks like a skull.
5: That's
1: amazing. amazing. When you
4: look at the sh- when you, they took a picture of it, and when you look at the shaded area, it kind of looks mm. like a human skull. Yeah. So it's going to pass close by for Halloween, but it's going to really get close to the Earth around November 11th. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. Are
5: we going to be able to see it with the naked eye? Like, I don't is there know. Be like a trail no, 30, or
4: thirty-eight million kilometers. Yeah, I no, don't that's, think so. that's, that's, a way that's a little That's not yeah. not that close.
5: I wonder
4: if it has a trail or anything. It's a com- uh, it's not a comet. It's just an asteroid. It uh, won't have a tail. You're right. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear that? Apparently, um, about four thousand refugee migrants from Honduras. Yep. Are heading to the U.S. and are at the Guatemala-Mexico border mm-hmm. as we speak. I
5: did hear about
4: this. Um, of course, Trump described them as criminals. Yeah, <laughs> of
5: course.
4: And he even said it was a Democrat ploy. I know. <laughs> to bring 4000 immigrants refugees. And then
5: he talked about sending the army to the border. Yes. And it's like seriously dude, like why do you think these people are coming? Like Amer- like America throughout its history has prided itself with being freedom yeah. and how the American dream and how it's an immigrants can come and make something of their lives. Like if if you build your country on that idea, you can't then be surprised when people in desperate situations will travel hundreds and thousands of miles to get to you. Exactly. Like, seriously.
4: And, and uh, what makes me laugh, too, is uh, Honduras, you know, I know a lot of people are have some libertarian leanings. If you want libertarian paradise, Honduras was it.
5: Seriously. They have
4: very little regulation of any kind, of anywhere or anything and it's wow uh, and it's like say, one it's of the highest
5: crimes it's a shit yeah, I think they have the highest crime city
4: yeah exactly in the world. So, so people wow. that you know really t- try to tout no government and libertarian and freedom well there's your example yeah
5: there's, there's regulations help
4: yeah keep exactly
5: society in order
4: you think of it as red tape I think of it as the rule that keep us safe yeah. uh okay in other news did you guys hear that Godzilla is actually having a yes. constellation
5: I'm sorry. <gasps> An yes. official
4: constellation for Godzilla from NASA. Seriously? NASA's giving Godzilla a It's going to be a Godzilla constellation. constellation. I'm
1: so happy right
4: now. It's a gamma ray constellation. Um, because apparently there's some gamma ray burst once in a while, and it kind of mimics the atomic breath of the monster. That yes, is <laughs>
5: so amazing! Godzilla is
4: gonna have his own constellation in the it. sky. <laughs> I can't wait for it to give the the coordinates. This that. is
5: this is what we get from
4: nerds. It's way better than the stupid constellation we have anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay, and last but certainly not least, did you guys hear there was a naked man? <laughs> Yes. That went skinny dipping with sharks in Toronto.
5: I'm sorry, what? Yep. (laughs) I hope these sharks were well fed.
4: How did you not hear about this? Uh, I
5: haven't been on Facebook. He went at the
4: Ripley's Aquarium of Canada, this is Toronto. The guy is David Weaver, thirty seven. Not Weiner, Weaver. (laughs) He's from Nelson, right here in BC.
5: He was probably smoking pot. He decided to just strip (laughs)
4: down to nothing and jump into the aquarium in the pool with sand tiger sharks, sawfish, and moray eels.
5: Wow! I I really hope did he get injured. I hope he was not injured. No, no,
4: the the animals mainly ignored him.
5: Fantastic!
1: Yeah, those were some of the. um, I think those are some of the less aggressive.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. On that. Well, he was arrested with all his body parts, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: But why, what, I want to know what possessed this man to strip down butt naked and jump into a shark
4: tank. Nah. Well, chances are he probably was drunk. I don't know. Or the article doesn't say. In, in some way. This was well, before pot was legal. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs>
5: yeah. You can still
4: smoke pot. And I know. I guess last but certainly not least, we have to say cannabis is now legal in the country.
5: Weed day.
4: So we are going to have the first show of November because next week is our annual Halloween special. But the show after that, we are going to do a pot special. And I've got a couple people that hopefully will come here with their paraphernalia. And we'll get Christina to start smoking. And maybe myself too. Because
5: I have never done drugs.
4: No, me neither. I had one... Bad pot brownie experience. Yeah,
5: he did the, the fatal flaw and ate too much. Yeah. I
4: probably
1: had the best munchies.
5: experience. He, my, he ate my too my much edibles. Yeah. He's like, it's not affecting me. Let's
4: eat more. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what <laughs> happened. I ended up in the hospital.
1: See, the three of us just ganged up on the one boyfriend that was there and said he could take all of the pretzels because none of us wanted the pretzels
4: in the bag of munchies.
2: Yeah.
4: Fair enough.
5: I'm I'm very curious what kind of high person I am.
4: We're, we're gonna, I'm
5: either going to be super weepy or like really deep.
4: A few of us are going to have to stay sober because you know. Let's face it, we don't want the show to go off the rails, while well, it uh, usually does, but not completely off yeah. the rails. So
5: you're going to have to stay sober. Well,
4: to some to some extent, you know, I might I might try to
5: take one puff. take a few
4: puffs or something like that. But you know, I, I still since I'm doing the technical stuff mostly. And yeah,
5: you don't want to be like I have to be able to <laughs> it goes up stop and down. The,
4: the and stop the audio and stuff. That See,
5: that'll stuff. be me. Oh, look at the
1: buttons! Oh,
5: oh. you guys! I swear. Oh, I'm so excited. You innocent,
1: innocent little flower. Yeah,
5: or I'm gonna be like, I don't. Yeah, see, I don't even know what happened. Like, I don't even know what I'm gonna be like.
4: Oh, that's gonna be an interesting. I get
5: weird when I'm drunk, so I don't know what it's gonna be like. I've to see you
4: drunk. I'd be curious to see that too.
5: My legs take taking charge. Shh. I get. I just get. I get weird. <laughs> And funny and that laugh.
4: My favorite. Well, it, it's better than being like a mean drunk. Yeah, I'm not right a mean right? drunk. I'm yeah.
5: I'm a weird drunk. <laughs> okay. I'm the kind of drunk that'll just like kind of stare at you.
4: So, so now I'm kind of curious. Like, I almost want to bring face. alcohol on top of that <laughs> and see what no, happens. Let's not it. mix them.
1: That can be another show, Kevin. <laughs> okay, that's fair too. We can
5: just get yeah. We should we should, we should have an after dark episode where we the get drunk, drunk show.
1: And this will be the show where I actually will probably talk. Exactly. Because <laughs> I share this with my grandfather. We both
2: Gets get talkative. Chatty.
1: We get really chatty and it drove my grandma nuts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Well, no Nancy today again. Sadly. Uh, sadly. No. Well, she'll be back with us next week. Yes. I'm pretty sure. But in the meantime, let's do another brilliant moment.
2: Brought to you by religion. How are you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Starting off. Um, India's Supreme Court recently overturned a centuries-old ban on females me- of menstruating age entering a major Hindu temple. However, protesters are still blocking girls and women from entering.
4: Uh, hold on a second. Oh, man. India, land of progress. <coughs> <laughs> they had a century-old ban on women of men- of menstruating
5: of menstruating age. Menstruating age. Yeah. So
4: it goes. It well, could be like you could be ten years old. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Or probably like up to like
4: 45, So these women, these young girls and young women and women weren't allowed to do what?
1: They're not allowed to enter um, a major Hindu temple. Oh, who would want to do that? They can't even enter. Um, So the Sabarimala Temple, one of the world's largest Hindu pilgrimage centers complied with the supreme court ruling but was obstructed by protesters who fought with police in the streets according to the associated press as the gates of the temple were flung open a crowd of male devotees surged toward the temple um about a thousand police officers used batons to try to control the Whoa, protesters a thousand, a thousand. like many? this is big wow um who attacked them with stones and damaged police and tv vehicles and bullied female devotees to turn back well, you have to remember this is one of the largest centers. Yeah. Um, the protesters ran after the media vehicles, pounding them with hands and kicking to stop them from reaching the temple site. The state industry, industry minister, EP Jayarajan, told thank you told the Press Trust of India news agency that at least ten reporters and photojournalists were injured and their equipment damaged. Uh, police arrested 11 protesters when they tried to block the path of some females. Uh, Puja Prasana of Republic TV said the protesters hurled stones at a police van where she and her crew members had taken shelter after the car, their car, was targeted, and snatched away officers' batons when they tried to shield them.
4: Wow! Jeez! All that for menstruating women? Yeah. <laughs>
1: The New Delhi television channel reported that about 20 protesters surrounded a bus in which a reporter of the News Minute channel was traveling and tried to pull her out. Angry protesters kicked and hurled abuses at her, uh, NDTV reported. All of this violence against women is based on nothing more than than long-standing sexism.
4: Yeah, of course.
1: This temple has discriminated against women between ages of 10 and 50 for years because of a religious belief that should have been abandoned long before it ever opened. Um, now that they're finally forced to open their doors to women, this is what happens.
4: You know, maybe they should have a uh, sponsorship for these temples. You know you know how all the Colosseums and all the Rogers Arena and all that, they all have a new name now? Mm-hmm. That temple should be sponsored by always. <laughs> With wings Oh my gosh (laughs) Um, The Hindu god is sponsored by Always (laughs) And Tampax (laughs) Tampax Um, Pearl
1: The history of the ban on menstruating Women is actually interesting in its own terms It was observed for many years based on Tradition solidified into law In 1972 It has been the subject of controversy ever since Not surprising um, and it's basically what it leads you to say is that women that are menstruating are impure
4: well jeez yeah. quite true right impure,
1: impure. Um, <laughs> so the ban was lifted last month and I guess we will see
5: was anybody seriously injured
1: in I don't. This? it doesn't mention anyone was seriously injured um, it just says that 10 reporters and photojournalists were injured that sucks <sighs>
4: It just b- bothers me that this is 2018 for Christ's sake, you know? <laughs> Some woman having her period and somehow she's you can't touch her, you know? Yeah. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> what well,
5: think? it's not that you, she, you can't even touch her. She's not clean to enter a building.
4: Yeah, yeah. What do you think? She's going to do infectability?
5: Yeah, that's what they think is going to happen.
4: Yeah, this 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 is obviously a... <laughs> they obviously know nothing about biology yeah. well, whatsoever. It's,
5: it's a belief solely based on religion. Yeah, there's no grounds. Yeah, there's in no reality. grounds
4: in science for that whatsoever. Yeah. No. And you know what is it about no. God's not liking women menstruating anyway? Because
5: I mean, usually, if they made them that
4: way, why the hell would they have a problem? Usually,
5: it's men that's made these religions, and that's they correct. get skeeved out that's by correct. women's blood,
4: <sighs> which is stupid. Weak. Women's menstruating. That's like the men's kryptonite.
5: Exactly. No
1: <laughs> How do you clear out a hallway of teenage boys? Throw a tampon in the middle.
5: Uh. <laughs> you guys
4: remember these old. Oh, no, you guys won't remember this. They I didn't
5: have TV
2: growing
4: up. They used to have, like, I, I think in the 80s, there was like really old commercials about. There was a tampon brand. And uh, that commercial's always stuck in my head for some reason. It was the setup that was, you know, that was like this spy thing going on. And this woman spy, she's wearing like the fedora in the trench. <laughs> and she's accosted by this Russian individual sounding guy. You know, and he's saying, give me the microfilm. And he's threatening her. And she reaches into her purse. And, and she pulls out this tampon? tiny tampon pack and gives it to him. And he says, we have it, Igor. Let's run away. And they run away. And she just <laughs> gave him their tampons. Oh, and that was the oh commercial. Gosh, and that's that always that's stuck hilarious. into my mind. They give me the microfilm or the microchip or something like that. It always wow. stuck in my mind. It's- that just
1: shows how little they knew at that time.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well, you could do that in a temple too. Yep. <laughs> All right. On to a lighter note. Lighter note. <laughs> that one was the first. that was. It he- was heavy flow. Oh
2: God! <laughs> I love it. Uh
4: Cat Cur again? Yes! Oh, yeah. did Then I put a moratorium on her. No,
5: she's like our patron saint.
4: Well, she is.
1: I wasn't going to, and then and then and then I just I saw this and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> During a recent appearance, she declared that she commands an army of 33 billion angels who are so powerful that they have caused ISIS fighters to drop their weapons and flee.
5: I'm
4: sorry. 33- Billion? What? Are they, like, microscopic? Well, even you know, if you had three to three billion of anything, you would drop their weapon
5: probably. Like, what? If you got three
4: to three billion squirrels going on ISIS, I would drop my weapons okay. too.
2: Okay, that would be terrifying.
4: That would be terrifying.
2: What
5: kind of
4: angels we you having? Sorry, I'm it?
2: just picturing that now.
4: What, are you picturing the squirrels? squirrels yes. attacking
5: I'm picturing 30 over like 36 billion squirrels just like
4: just gnawing at
5: your ankles of, of squirrels coming at you like the size of a sand dune just like
4: <laughs> throw away the walnuts throw away the walnuts The <laughs> <laughs> squirrels are coming
5: this is one dude oh I was trying to be healthy today why did I bring nuts hey, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's I, it I'm never eating healthy again
4: I knew it was predicted the squirrels are attacking. Oh my god. So 33 billion angels. 33 right. billion. That's I prefer insane. the squirrel story, but that's okay.
1: Even when the ISIS were everywhere, my favorite thing to do is I would command my hosts to go and pull down the strongholds of Satan, commanding the ISIS, and fear
4: would fall. Commanding on them. The, ISIS? the ISIS? The ISIS. The ISIS. The ISIS. You wow. can break the ISIS with denting <laughs> gum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they began to find weapons abandoned in the desert in the Middle East.
5: Maybe they died.
1: They didn't know what happened. The ISIS would drop their weapons and run because my hosts went there. They pulled down all the demonic powers controlling them. They pulled down the strongholds. Those ISIS had no power from Satan because they couldn't hear. They were removed. Fear and confusion falls on them. And that's not like even paraphrase. Like, that's a.
4: I understand. I totally understand what she meant there. 33 billion. They're not angels. It's all the body parts in that warehouse are yeah! talking about. It's all those kicking legs that are just wandering around <laughs> the I drop my I weapon and run too. hands. <laughs> all these body parts. 33 billion. It's not that big of a deal I think, if they're just body parts, right?
5: True. <laughs>
4: so you just have animated body parts from the warehouse in heaven that we had a couple of weeks ago. Come down and kick <laughs> nice ass. Yeah that's what it is.
5: That would also be terrifying. That would
4: also be terrifying. forget the squirrels
5: Because it's not just arms and legs it would be like in entrails and like yeah. everything eating hearts. You just Lungs. got legs
4: running by themselves you know <laughs> hands floating behind them uh. Just
1: just keep that in mind with this next statement. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Kerr went on to claim that, prior to the 2016 presidential election, she had traveled to Washington, D.C. and posted heavenly sentinels up and down Pennsylvania Avenue to protect President Trump. Jesus From Christ.
4: what? I don't know. Satan, of Certainly course. Certainly not his stupidity.
5: No. There's nothing that can save him from
1: that. Intelligence. <laughs>
4: that's, what wow. it's, that's what it's protecting, protecting him it's Protecting Donald from. Trump from facts.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, apparently, she saw them visibly being posted there. And she went on to claim that when Christians learn to take proper authority over heavenly hosts, they are rewarded with an ever-increasing army of angels to command.
5: So, I have an actually, like, kind of serious question. Is she, like,
4: schizophren-
5: schizophrenic? Like, is she, act, like, crazy?
4: Well, you know what? She it,
5: kind of When you listen- a little crazy.
4: When you listen to her interviews, I mean... You listen to the interviews, like guys like Pat Robertson and all that, and you kind of just by their body language, the way they talk, I think a lot of these people actually don't believe what they mm-hmm. say. They're, they're they're like a character, yeah. but her, I think she actually does oh. believe it. I think she believes what I she. I think said. she actually does believe so, like, this shit.
1: Like I oh, watched, so I watched the video, and like that earlier quote I was saying is almost like pretty well word for word what she said.
5: That's actually really sad. It is sad.
4: It, it's it's sad. It was like I don't know. Should we like not
5: make fun of her then?
4: No, like, no, it's too. good that's
5: kind of sad.
4: It is sad, like, but I mean, the, the 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 fact is that we're not making fun of her because it's just funny, but it's because in well, a way people actually believe people her. follow her. Yeah, too. As um. crazy as she is,
1: and apparently it doesn't take you that long to build up a ridiculously massive army. She says she's been doing it for around five years or so, and she has 33 billion that she sends everywhere all the
4: time. I'm surprised she didn't come out with a more precise number 33,900,077. And the (laughs)
5: newest one is named Greg. He just joined this morning.
4: Greg the Pinky, too.
1: <laughs> Kerr claimed that she has sent her angel army out all over America to influence elected officials and laws at every level, and dispatched angels throughout the midterm elections into every voting booth to speak to the people in the voting booth to vote for life, freedom, and justice, and the American
4: way. So this is democratic, then? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah,
5: Dem- <laughs> I mean, democratic. Yeah. <laughs>
4: oh, cat Kerr. Oh, wow. Oh, oh well. What can you do? Laugh. Oops. I'm not That's sure. All if... we can
5: do. Laugh or cry or scream. Those are our three options. I'm
4: not sure what's scarier, the squirrels or the body
5: parts. Mm. Yeah. It depends how graphic What if the, the
4: body... squirrels are riding the body parts? <sighs> oh,
1: yeah. What did you just think of in that sick, twisted brain of yours?
4: <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
5: I thought of, like, the squirrels riding the body parts, but I was like, it depends how, like, graphic. Like,. The body parts are if they're like still blooded and stuff, like, I don't know. And if it's all body parts, like your liver and your like, <laughs> Well, liver. it's it's
1: everything, but I don't I don't like they're kept alive. But I think they're kept alive with like
4: heavenly power or something. Yeah. Yes.
5: So there wouldn't be like blood squirting or anything. It would just be body parts.
4: I I, I feel I, I feel sorry for Cat Kerr because I hate to say it, but one day she's going to put herself in a situation where she might actually, actually get hurt. She might actually try to go and swish a real freaking hurricane and get swiped by a freaking Volvo that's flying around. Or
5: a stop sign.
4: Or a stop sign. That's the best video. Or or whatever.
5: (laughs) Have you never seen that video of a reporter getting hit by a stop sign? Yeah. It's the best gift. Some
4: of them are fake, too. Some of these videos that have a reporter being hit by a fish... Apparently it's Yeah, fake.
5: all that's sad. That one's funny. That's okay.
1: I've seen videos where they're like, they're like, oh, the wind is terrible, and you see just somebody casually walking. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> or where they're like on their, it looks like they're like waters up to their knees. But
4: they're kneeling. And the
5: person, there's someone walks behind them, and the, it's like waters like the like in, <laughs> two inches deep. And they're just sitting on their
4: knees. Oh, uh, all right. So uh, let's go for a quick break, and then when we come back. We'll... Put on our heavy metal capsule. Yeah. Oh, we don't do that often.
5: Rock out. We never had
4: never had a heavy metal. No,
5: thing. I, I use I'm personally not. I love folk music, so heavy metal is never really drawn me except Disturbed. Love Disturbed. Um, so it was really I really enjoyed like listening to this music and kind of, it's like exploring a different sound that I'm used to. Yeah.
4: So we'll be talking to David Lee Thor of the group Predators when we come back. So stay with us.
3: In a world torn apart by a lack of reason. You, I,
2: or least.
0: And I think it should be religion treated with ridicule
3: and hatred and contempt. And I claim that right. In the morning.
4: Hi, everybody. This is Robert Stanley from the Right to Reason podcast. And if you subscribe now, you'll get free.
0: Learn more about the broadcast at therighttoreason.com. Just just think about the Muslims at this moment who are blowing themselves up, uh, convinced that they are agents of God's will. There is absolutely nothing that Dr. Craig can can say against their behavior in moral terms, apart from his own faith-based claim that they're praying to the wrong God. If they had the right God, what they were doing would be good on divine command theory. Now, I'm obviously not saying that all that Dr. Craig or all religious people are psychopaths and psychotics, but this to me is the, is the true horror of religion. Okay, it allows perfectly decent and sane people to believe by the billions what only lunatics could believe on their own. Okay, if you wake up tomorrow morning thinking that saying a few Latin words over your pancakes is going to turn them into the body of Elvis Presley, okay, you have lost your mind. But if you think more or less the same thing about a cracker and the body of Jesus, you're just a Catholic.
4: All right, so our next guest is actually a lead guitarist of an atheist heavy metal group. Who would have thought we'd have that on the show?
5: Uh, we're awesome, of course
4: Absolutely. Have- He's a awesome snappy people. dresser and a snazzy dancer. Damon D. Thor, thank you so much for joining us The Left of the Valley. Thank you for having me. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. So uh, you and I have been friends on Facebook for a while, and that's how we kind of got in touch. And I was kind of curious about your group and all that. And I was really s- s- curious about the fact that here you have a heavy metal group, and it's an activist group. And, and, and it's act- there's a lot of activism that you guys do about atheism. So maybe you'd be so kind to give us a, a quick bio about yourself and what the group does.
3: Well, um, Predator is an openly atheist band that gets involved in a lot of activism. We have two albums out on the world market. We have the third album already written, but we will do a a live album before we do the third album, mainly because we have to break in a new lead singer. Right now we've been rehearsing to get that under control, under wraps. Predator has been around for quite a bit. We have a major label. We are an MVD and God of Thunder records. Um, I write all the songs, all the lyrics. It's all very atheist. based There a couple of songs are about, uh, social activism, you know, criticizing, uh, government, mm-hmm. war, and, uh, exposing bad things in the world, such as human trade, human trafficking, um, and things of that nature, Um, domestic abuse, we have a song called Closet Antichrist from the first album that also comes with a DVD of the video. Mm-hmm. And for every copy that sells, a dollar gets donated to Women in Distress.
0: Wow. Fantastic.
4: That's awesome. I hope uh, at, at the end of the show there, please send us the link so we can post that in the, in the notes. So if people want to download the album and Definitely. contribute to that, we'll... Uh... Sure, I'll,
3: I'll get you all those links afterwards. I, Fantastic. I'm not very computer-savvy, so I don't know how to send this from the phone while I'm on the phone and stuff. Not, so no, I'll have you to do, do it after. We're done
4: do here. You can do it after so so you guys the the, the group prior, what year did, did you guys band together and form the
3: group there you've been around for a little while it's, yeah it's 2008 but uh, we've uh, it's been a slow career due to some uh, many many reasons but yeah um, we are a hot band um, we've been in every European magazine very very positive write-ups everywhere um there's an Italian magazine called Metal Maniacs. They even gave us the centerfold with our live shot. It was amazing to see that. Wow! wow. Way to go! Yeah, and we get you know we get a lot of uh, fan letters, fan emails. Um, you know, in fact, this morning I even got a, a text on Facebook from a fan who wants the transcription to Born in Blood so he can learn to play it. So it's kind of oh, that cool. that's so cool.
4: That is very cool. That is very cool. Uh, this is very interesting that you guys, are being a heavy metal group, and... Um, Merging this with atheism in a way, because uh, first of all, I, I I commend you on being an artist and exposing that, because I think we I think the the movement seriously lacks that. Yes. But do do you feel that you know one of the things that atheists are often accused of is being angry? Do you feel that a heavy metal group as an atheist group as well kind of reinforces that stereotype?
3: Do I look angry? <laughs> <laughs>
5: To be fair, I think a lot of us are angry right now. No, the thing is,
3: I think that mainly heavy metal is is a very personal form of expression. Mm. So is atheism. Mm -hmm. Basically, a lot of, especially the Christians, they mistake our frustration with them interfering with human progress as anger, but it's not anger. I mean, the thing is all these laws that they're trying to pass so that they can discriminate against gays and interracial couples and everything else that they're doing. I mean, they're basically interfering with life. They are trying to tell us what to do in the bedroom. They're trying to tell us what to do, literally. Yeah. It's, uh, they. you know, basically they're trying to sneak all their beliefs with all these, these politicians into our laws and into our schools. I mean, they want people to think or to believe that, the world is only 6,000 years old, which is ridiculous. They, they want us to believe, they want everyone to believe that an imaginary being made man, made all of us from dirt, you know, mm-hmm. according to those flawed scriptures. And that's why we have to stand up and back them off, because that will force us to live in a fascist theocracy, yeah if uh, we let them get away with it. Basically, we cannot be silent. We have to be active. We have to be proactive. We have to fight them at every turn. We have to... What we need is basically more... Atheist politicians yeah, That's I, really the essence of it That's what we
4: need I totally agree you know? But, but Damien Come on man I mean If if, if we didn't co- if, if we came from monkeys Why are there still monkeys man I mean, Like, <laughs> come on right <laughs> Well if we came from dirt, Why is it still dirt Well that's a good question too <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: So with your music Having such a strong activism um, In the lyrics And um, the music What is like what, hope, what do you hope your music will inspire
3: mm-hmm. in people? Good question. So- I want to accomplish everything with Predator's music. We want to accomplish everything. Predator is a band that doesn't take no for an answer. And, you know, it hasn't been that easy. I mean, a lot of people will not book us because of who we are, because no. of who we stand for Uh, there was a festival down here not too long ago. They refused to book Predator because we are atheists. Wow. Wow.
5: Do you find that in, that's why you, do you find it's easier in Europe than to like get gigs? We
3: have, well, I don't know why. I know that there's, I know that Europe is much more secular Mm -hmm. and uh, our record sales from our record company and even on Amazon all the sales, you know, it's eighty percent Europe. All their sales.
4: Wow. There, there is a huge following of uh, heavy metal and hard rock in Europe. Yeah. There is, really, there really is.
3: Yeah, well, they love us there, and we love them back. I mean, by the way, for all of you guys in Europe and in Barcelona, saludos
4: so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we might have some listeners in we, there somewhere. We do
5: have European, we do have, we we do have European listeners. listeners. We do, we do, we
4: actually <laughs> do. Fantastic. So, 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 Damien. Uh, so so now you guys are, are are going out there and you're you're playing your music and uh, do, do you wish sometimes that you could just grab your guitar and just smash it over the head of those Christian bands?
3: <laughs> no, my guitars are very really special to me. I build them myself and each one goes really? for $3,000. I'm not going to do that. Wow. The man is talented.
5: You are definitely talented. He is talented. That's and amazing.
4: on top of that, uh, you told us that you were also, uh, you have a degree in journalism. That's true. My God, you know you're like the, the total package, buddy. I mean, Frank. Hey, you know, no wonder you're such a a, a powerful activist. I mean, I, I can. not Speaking of, uh, I'm going to appeal to your journalistic side there for a sec. Um, and I have to, I have to ask that question because of the political uh, landscape you guys are in right now. Do you really feel that journalism is in peril in the
3: United States? You know, the shithead in chief can say whatever he wants. It's not going to silence anyone. I don't. You know. The the fact remains that facts are facts. He can lie about it, and unfortunately, his followers and supporters are a bunch of uneducated hicks who, uh, most of them, didn't even graduate high school. So they're always very misinformed about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, most of them don't even know that Turkey is a country. Yeah. They, you know, in fact, I was talking with someone just last week, some hillbilly you know supporting Trump, you know, and he thought that New Mexico is a foreign country. What? <laughs> wow. Oh boy. Yeah, it's the new So Mexico. basically they're very misinformed. <laughs> they know nothing about anything and basically that's that's how it is. You know, they they believe every word he says because they don't have the initiative or the critical thinking skills to fact check or to research something on their own that's it, it's just the way they are and that's why he's got supporters because a lot of them are just plain stupid
4: yeah yeah so let, let, so uh oh, by the way damien uh, we do have an open invitation you can always take you and your band and move to canada exactly. you know? we'll welcome you with open arms up here for sure <laughs> well you know what set up a
3: date book us and we'll be there.
4: <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Need, Sounds like a plan. We
3: just need our honorarium covered, we need transportation covered in and, and accommodations and we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah, but once yeah, you're we up here, don't ask you appear, it's not either.
4: This once you appear like Hotel California, you can never leave, right?
3: <laughs> wow. I <laughs> like it but the thing is i'm near the keys so i've been Bro. down here 30 years i just didn't want to leave the thing is i hate the cold oh see i hate um, the heat Ugh heat.
2: I
1: hate, I
2: hate
3: the heat I hate the cold i hate the cold in fact uh we haven't put
4: on the pictures in a long time see? We're, we're near vancouver it's not cold here. No. we are not, probably the like, canada, like the
1: warmest cold. part of canada
4: yeah, it's, it actually is <laughs> yeah it's a, bit, it's a bit like seattle up here and so this way it is really yeah. um so, David, let, let's, we're going to tour, play in your first song there, uh, uh, Born in Blood. And uh, give us a quick... That's the si- title track from our second album, yes. Yes, and give us a quick synopsis there before we
3: play it. Well, the song, is an a- it's an atheist anthem. Love it already. The, the beginning of it was recorded on the lute. The lute was my first major in college. It's an ancient instrument from the Renaissance, uh, Dark Ages era. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Basically, I wrote the song. The rest of it is electric guitars and the whole band jamming in really hard. The song is an atheist anthem. It says, you fear death and thus invented God in heaven. There's no emancipation. No one's bled for your salvation. We are only flesh. We are born in blood. That's Mm -hmm. the first line. Mm And You know, it's a song that gets to the point about what atheism is. A lot of people just don't understand. Some people think it's a religion, and thinking that atheism is a religion would we'll be thinking that not collecting stamps is a hobby. Yeah, mm, exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So let's play Born in Blood, and then we'll come right back and talk about it some more. That was Born in Blood. I love the way you start these songs, because when you have an idea of heavy metal, you don't think you're going to hear loot right away. No. It's it's, it's, it's kind of disarming, but inviting at the same time.
5: I love it.
3: So, I think I'm one of five people in Florida that play the loot. Seriously.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, this guy's got more talent. <laughs> the more we learn about him, he's got ta- What else? You, you, you're like Alligator Wrangler too? while you're there?
3: No, but I did have a banjo student who was uh, an alligator wrangler. There we go. He <laughs> still had ten fingers.
5: Impressive. Oh, He's
3: yes, got impressive me beat. Indeed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks <laughs> So, uh, so you 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 said already that you guys were having issues as an atheist, as a group, sometimes getting booked uh, into some places in the United States. Uh, but you guys have been a band for. 10 years now, do you feel that the trend you're getting more and more accepted because atheism seems to be on the rise? Or is it still really, really common for you guys to bump into that brick wall?
3: Well, the main thing is that people are just brain dead. They're blinded with belief. And uh, as an atheist band, what we're essentially doing, we're planting seeds. With the hopes that one day It will provoke someone to think In questions like Oh yeah, you know um, Do some reading You know what I mean? reading. reading.
4: <laughs> no, well Damien, really Tell us really how you feel about these people Because I don't think we get a clear yeah, image no, right now so <laughs> 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 Are all the members of your band uh, athe-
3: Atheists in nature Or you guys is it a mixed bag? Everyone's an atheist except one, but he's a really good guy, and uh, I think he'll eventually come around. I think he's still a believer out of fear, but we don't bother him, and he doesn't mind us being atheists, and we love him. He's a great friend. He's a very talented drummer, and uh, he, um, you know, his name is Darren McNair, mm-hmm. and because of his background, uh, which is really weird, too, because he's African-American okay. and, you know, Christianity was beaten into them Yes, yeah. certainly. by means of uh, gargantuan violence through slavery and all that. So, um, you know, I think he'll come around. In fact, he's been quite—he's been starting to question it because he said, wow, this is weird. In the Bible, it says that you must be circumcised or otherwise something, something, something. And uh, I said, well, you know, you got to think about who wrote that. And this is a long time ago, and uh, these are people who didn't know, you know, where the sun went down at yeah. night. <laughs> you know, these are people that, basically, it, the book is, can be discredited by just reading it because um, you can tell that whoever wrote it didn't know anything about science, about the universe, about geography about nature, Mm -hmm. and it contradicts everything that we know about science and nature and the universe and geography. So that's enough to dismissal claims of divine authorship or inspiration. Absolutely, Mm. absolutely.
5: So you guys started the band in 2008. What, What made you decide to start the
4: band? Yes,
3: what was the genesis? Initially, me and Chris Reiser, who's no longer in the band, were doing okay. just recording projects, and we kept adding songs and parts, and, and uh, once I started writing lyrics and had a great singer on there, I just said to myself, you know, this is way too good to just dismiss and leave it as a recording. Let's just do this as a band and get out there. Mm-hmm. And within two weeks of releasing the first album, it got signed to Arctic. Wow! On oh. MBD, and so I didn't think it was. I mean, I knew we were going to get signed because we're really good, <laughs> and it's a very marketable sound. It's a very, mar- mar- very marketable band, but I didn't think it was going to happen in two weeks. Yeah. And so we just took it and ran with it, and, and we've been here ever since.
2: Hmm.
3: So that, that's so really, that's pretty cool. Shows. We had the big amphitheater near here. We've performed, I mean, we've opened for Ister, for Sabaton, for Malevolent Creation, and for other major big bands, so... That's awesome. You know, um, we're, we're, we're a band that's going to take over the world, and we have a unique <laughs> sound.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, the best way I can describe it is, like, a heavy slayer with the guitar details of Maiden. in fact, there's a, there's a writer in Europe in Germany that described us as that, and he even starts calling us Iron Slayer.
2: Oh, I Iron love Slayer.
3: it. Iron awesome.
4: Slayer, wow. That's a, that's a hell of a compliment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we take whatever we can, you know. Not, you know, the band's not for everyone. A lot of people don't like us, and that's okay. Our first manager warned us not to come out publicly as an openly atheist fan, but, you know... After thinking about it, we went ahead and did it anyway because when Christian parents tell their kids not to do something, not to buy Predator records, that's the first thing they're going to. Want <laughs> oh, to they're going to buy it. They're
1: going to do exactly yeah. that.
3: They're
5: like, let's check out this thing my parents don't want me to listen to.
3: Yes. No, exactly. I got I, I gotta buy our see your shirts? I don't regret ever coming out as atheist.
4: Good. We need we need more of that. We yeah. t- certainly need more of that. Uh, I got to ask about the name of the band Predator. I mean, I can understand why you wouldn't want Fluffy Bunnies as a name for a heavy metal group. But was it was it the idea that you had in mind? Does the name really reflect the heavy metal side of things? Or does it have a particular significance? I thought it was catchy. It is. It is catchy.
3: It is very catchy. it was catchy and marketable. We, we registered the name. We have a trademark. We have an EIN number. So it's basically a business entity now. It's not just a band. Nice. We have to pay taxes every year. <laughs> Fantastic.
4: All right. So let's play in our second song here. Which song we, we, we selected? We selected a Slave. So tell us about Slave.
3: Slave is a song that I wrote about human trafficking because it's something that goes on and it's hard to to crack down on it. And unfortunately, the victims are young girls that are lured into the country after being promised jobs. And they're desperate. They're trying to escape poverty and violence and things like that. These young girls are not even 15 years old, 17 years old, things like that. And uh, they come from countries like Russia, Guatemala, Mexico, um, even from Venezuela. You know, where mm-hmm. there's a lot of hardships, and they promise them all this stuff. Once they come into the States, they hide their passports, they hold it for ransom, and basically they say, okay, I paid for your flight here, I paid pay for this, and I'm paying for your room here, so now you do what I say in order to pay me back, and they force them into prostitution. And, if, and of course, they have to comply, because if they don't want to do it, they beat them. Yeah. They, they brutalize them until they're forced to do it. And so... Uh, some of them have been rescued but I don't think there's enough being done about it and um, look I'm a human being and I hate thinking about the fact that there's women out there that are going through this and it breaks me that I can't do more about it I don't go to brothels I don't go to prostitute places so I don't even know where to find these victims but I know that they're out there
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah perfect so let's listen to that and we'll be right back after that song And that was Sling. now it's a it's a very pressing issue and i think it's an issue that's certainly not getting a lot of press and i commend you and your bandmates for actually bringing that to the forefront do you really feel that amongst your fans i mean i, I think i think there's two different types of fans when you get when you listening to music there's people that just listen to the music and just sway to the beat or whatever mm-hmm. and there are people that listen deeply and they understand there's a message behind that. Do you feel uh, the majority of your fans are listening to the message that you guys have behind your songs?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely, because we get into discussions about them. I don't close the door on any of the fans. A lot of them have questions. A lot of them are in situations where they're coming out atheist to their families, and I advise them on how to do that. Um, You know... Thank God. One of the things that comes with being in a band that's popular is that you're against your will thrown into a position where you're a role model. Yeah. Mm. So I have to set examples for people. I don't do things that are immoral. Basically, not to mention, I'm also every now and then I work as a school teacher teaching music. So what? <laughs> yes. yes, I have to. Yeah. When I'm not performing. I'm also teaching and sometimes I teach in the school system. I'm an educator and so basically I'm a role model and I have to set standards and I have to set examples. So so you're you
4: you're, you're a guitar player in a heavy metal band with a journalism degree that does activism and you're a teacher
3: you, you, yes this guys like my new hero.
4: Yep. This guy's like my new hero. I mean, for <laughs> Christ's sake, is there something you can do, Damien, at this point? Alligator
5: wrestle.
3: Wait, any wrestles alligator all of a sudden. No, 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 no. No does student I does do that. I'm not wrestling <laughs> alligator. I'm afraid okay. of them. And besides, I really, really need my fingers. Yes. It's, kind of it's
4: too late. To it's time. too late now. You, there's a there's a myth out there of Damien Lee. <laughs> there's a, there's <laughs> there's a myth out there of the ultimate wrestler. Superman. He's wrestling alligator while playing his guitar. <laughs> no, his
5: guitar lulls him to sleep like Fluffy.
1: <laughs> it's a different kind of stringed instrument.
4: Damien <laughs> being an activist like that and having your fingers in so many, uh, so, so many pies in a way... Uh, I was thinking, uh, I know uh, you said your guitars are like your your babies, and I get that, but h- how much would it cost me to have you smash a guitar on Donald Trump's head?
5: Oh, that might just be like yeah, One more time,
4: how, how much would you charge me to smash one of your guitars on Donald Trump's head? Patreon goal. Why would you waste <laughs> such a beautiful guitar? Oh, you got a point. You
1: got
3: a point. It's not worthy of on the head with a guitar. Wow.
1: <laughs> Try a bowling ball, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or a shot put. This guy
3: just needs to choke on his own foot, basically. Oh. His own or maybe foot. his
1: tie, they seem to keep getting
3: longer.
5: I could see him choking on a tie. Like a baby... Like no, baby I'd rather
3: second. see him choke on his own foot.
5: Yeah. Oh, come on,
3: funny. you know. I will... That first lady, that wife of his, you can tell she's an opportunist. Uh,
2: well.
3: I think that if... Seriously, think about it. I think that if you remove the wealth out of, this, out of the equation, I don't think anybody... Including oh, her, would course. be lining up to suck his dick. Oh, for sure. No, for not
5: even like no. The only reason yeah. he has anybody around. There's him,
4: nothing to like about money. the guy. Yeah, it's money, right? It's all there is. Yeah. yeah, it's all there is. I I think I would pay a caricature, somebody that could do a caricature <gasps> of Damien choking Donald Trump by the tie, <laughs> when in front of his group. What, what that's, do you mean? I think I think this should be like the cover album for you Un- for oh your next album gosh. cover art. <laughs>
3: Well I paint my own album Brian covers I'm insane. also a painter that's another thing you don't know about me I'm an artist <laughs> hey, look at these did you to see that? no
4: it's audio right? <laughs> oh. You see yes. those? no I can't see them Damien you know, it's only audio I only we only get have the audio okay, well,
3: look next time you get next time you look through my Facebook page go into my photo albums and there's an album of photos called my paintings or paintings or art and you can see my paintings there.
1: Definitely.
4: Oh, the man there's, has many, many, many talents.
1: There's nothing <laughs> this man does not do.
4: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, uh, in, in, in your activism, what do you feel are the most pressing
3: issues at this point? Keeping laws secular, where, where, where there's justice and fairness for everyone, uh, it's a great trespass upon humanity when someone is given the right to discriminate based on their religious convictions Mm -hmm. that's wrong i mean people are free to practice whatever they want to believe but it should stop there if it's their belief it's their belief and that's that for example if they don't like abortion don't have one but don't tell somebody else that they cannot have one because of what they believe in I mean they don't have a right to do that they don't have a right to a Christian waitress for example does not have the right to refuse service to a gay couple or an interracial couple just because she doesn't feel it's right according to her Bible and that's bullshit no one should be given that right to discriminate and to Deny someone the right to sit down and have dinner. Mm You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally understand what you mean. They have no business in our bedrooms. You know what I mean? They have no business in our private lives. Mm -hmm.
5: Do you do you think that because a lot of like religious people believe in like a higher being that is in all of our lives that that's one of the reasons why they think they should be in all of our lives?
3: It's a good question. I cannot get inside their heads I have no idea why they think what they think I think One of the things I believe is that In most cases they believe out of tradition Because it's mm-hmm. what they've been taught Yeah. yeah. I and mean, whether they really believe it It's a different matter But I don't buy it for a second I mean I've done the research You know being a journalist and all that I've interviewed many people Including Richard Carrier Oh yes, Hello, Richard And so, uh, and I read all his books as well. But uh, whenever I have a question, when I'm writing an article or an essay, I go to him and I ask him, "Hey, what about this? When did this start?" Because he he has a Ph.D. in ancient history, Mm -hmm. so I trust his word first before I will believe any dumb preacher who pretends to know more than scientists with doctorate degrees and peer-reviewed published works Mm -hmm. that confirm their words as fact. And if you dealt with
4: Richard Carey, you also know that he's very thorough, very thorough in his writing.
3: Not, not to mention, Richard Carey is also very sincere, very honest, very intellectually honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he basically puts it out the way it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. Uh, do, do you feel, Damien... Uh, Let's look at the future a bit there. Uh, I mean, you you've, guys have been a man for 10 years. Oh, and before, before I ask you that, uh, were you always a, a, an atheist, or did you have a moment of apostasy? You know,
3: you know the magazine American Atheist? Uh-huh. You know the magazine American Atheist? Yep. Okay, they did an article on me. They've been featured in the magazine twice. Oh, really? They did an article on me, and on the first time they asked me why I was an atheist and how long I've been an atheist... Basically, I've been an atheist since the age of seven. Nice. I grew up in Spain in a very Catholic family, and I was raised by my grandparents. And They took my grandmother took me to a, a prayer meeting with a bunch of people, something that she would do a lot. And back then, I was under the impression that everyone knew God personally. Yes. That there was evidence for this. That's why I really thought that. And so, at that meeting, at this particular meeting, the last one here that I'm referring to, somebody revealed that no one has ever seen God. And at that point, I was like, hmm. (laughs) Wait a minute. So, I started questioning, like, wait a minute, because this sounds as ridiculous as the myths of Roman mythology, Greek mythology, Mm -hmm. Norse mythology, all that stuff. And, um, I just stopped being a believer at that time but I did not come out till I was 18 and ever since then I've had no contact with any of my family no blood they don't wow. know anything about me or where I am or anything I've been on my own ever since as an atheist I've pretty much been uh, ostracized oh I, it's
4: it's a sad story and it's one that's all all too common unfortunately
3: yeah. Don't be sad. I'm actually very happy. Yeah, uh, some I some, be family, right
5: now. some family, some family, not a great with band. It. I have
3: a great personal life that I cannot talk about, but uh, I have a great life. Believe me, I, mm-hmm. I I I am happy.
4: And now you're on the Left of the Valley show. I mean, oh well, she' that's maybe hey, not something hey, to brag we're about. We're
5: wonderful. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's play another one of you songs. This is Home.
3: Tell us about Home. Home. Home is about the environment. It's about people wasting too much on the environment, uh, building, overbuilding, overpopulating, things like that. Uh, The first line says, The ghost of my childhood remains on your beaches no matter where I go. (laughs) And with the tone of the wind comes that. Echo of the surf-beaten shore. I love Basically, it. it's about where you grow up. It's about the beach here, or back home in Spain, in Barcelona, in the Mediterranean. And there's places where you can't even get a town on the beach because there's so many buildings, so many hotels and condos built there. And, uh, you know, look, if someone has worked hard and earned wealth enough to build a home on the beach, that's fine, but at what point does it become too much
4: yeah
3: you know because now you can't even get a town on the beach on Fort Lauderdale or in many places in Spain on the coast there's a town called Benidorm and it's beautiful it's paradise on earth and uh, you know it's like South Beach times 20 (laughs) Mm. but um, it's disgusting that there's no beach it's now just buildings yeah so the song I wrote it in reflection of that okay. you know because okay. um, I think a lot of it has been overdeveloped that's my opinion but you know who am I
4: okay so let's listen in to Home Home <laughs> That was home. Uh, another one that makes uh, people think and makes your uh, your listeners think. And uh, commend you for another great message. Obviously, do uh, you, you feel sometimes that you know the uh, there should be more artists that put more messages? I mean, I hate uh, most music today is like baby, baby, baby. <laughs> you know, give me, give me, give me money, money, money. At
3: least you, your lyrics well, are actually profound. That's why we do what we do. The thing is that. Um I think as artists, because we're in the public eye all the time, uh-huh. I think we have a responsibility to make people think, to steer people in the right direction. Um, I mean, I don't want to tell people what to think. I just want them to think for themselves instead of following blindly without questioning things. Yes, You know, um, we have a responsibility as opposed you know, and the thing is the media sometimes unfortunately eats it up like that. Um, people are so lonely that they're vicariously living through the lives of others. I mean, why do the news have to, and by the way, the news is a great mouthpiece of information to keep everyone informed with facts, but yet sometimes they're reporting things, for example, the royal wedding, which I don't get because they're not even, they do don't—they have, have no power, it's just political, not even political, they're just, yeah. you know, Hats. They have no power. Yeah, I mean, they were overthrown for a fucking reason, you know? <laughs> and uh, they're also reporting on what Madonna wore to whatever event, you know? It's like, or who she's fucking at the moment, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of we theater. have a responsibility to keep people informed, to talk about issues. Like, for example, when we do the song Home or Slave, we're exposing problems, there's a, another song on the album on Born in Blood called Ingrid Betancourt
2: mm-hmm. about
3: um, a presidential candidate for the country of Colombia who was kidnapped by their terrorists for seven years. Wow. You know, and people don't know about this because these people are still kidnapping people. And I had the pleasure of meeting Ingrid Betancourt a few oh, years wow. ago, and I gave her a copy of the song. Wow. So, you know, I think everyone should be more active some artists do, but many of them are just comfortable in the conformity and some of them believe in God and things like that. In fact, some of them even believe in Scientology. No. Which cracks me up. Because you can't get any faker than that, you know? Oh,
4: come on. do is fake? Come on. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> David? Look, fin- look, I just want... Theist politicians to keep their bullshit out of our laws and out of our schools keep the truth out there You know if they want to believe Fine, but don't bring it to the rest of us and keep it out of laws. Keep it out of politics You know, Mm -hmm. I was very annoyed at the trumpet inauguration when they were mentioning Jesus Christ I mean, I, I strongly believe that separation of church and state must be enforced and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that support him support him because he, they think it's his administration is a faith-based administration.
4: Yeah. That's okay. Which
3: is not. When you look at it, he's basically there for self-serving purposes, reducing taxes for the extremely wealthy. Yep. And uh, a lot of them are claiming, crucial? well... Atheists shouldn't be around and by the way there's eleven states where atheists are not allowed to run for office. Yes. Yeah. And you know, a lot of them are claiming that atheists have no morals, that we have no dignity, that we're not good people. But come on. When did believing in God ever stop a politician from deception or a yeah. priest from molesting a child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, they really need to get their heads out of their asses, in my opinion. I totally Fully agree. agree. <laughs> Damien, thank you so much for
4: bringing us on the show today. But the mic is all yours, my friend. Be shameless, plug yourself in, plug the group. Uh, tell us what's coming on uh, for for predators and where you guys will be playing. And uh...
3: well, our next album is going to be called Castles in the Sky, and that's oh, a good atheist that. song that I wrote. Um, atheism all the way, and. Um, it's a good album cover, which I painted. It's a floating castle. Ooh. It's really cool, but a cool background. And uh, before that one comes out, we're doing a live album, which will be called Till Death Do Us Part. Wow. <laughs> and it will feature a combination of songs from the first two albums. There we go. And uh, we're not going to do any of the new songs because we want that to be a surprise when yeah, totally. the third album comes out. And look, thanks for everything keep it loud, play our records, and tell everyone to buy our records, alright <laughs> we want to be bigger than Sabbath, let's put it that way
4: and we can you can, we keep you it absolutely loud. can, I love the attitude David, before I let you go I gotta have you say, hi, this is David Lee Thor of Predator, and I took a left at the valley alright, hello this is David Lee Thor from Predator and I took a left at the valley keep Woo-hoo! it loud perfect,
5: <laughs>
4: love it <laughs> Yay! And that was David E. 4 of Predators. He's
2: amazing. Absolutely. He's
4: like my new hero, that guy. My yeah. God. He's got so much talent. An activist, mm-hmm. and, and he's a journalist, it and for a teacher.
5: Positive messages.
4: Exactly. And, so,
5: And being something in the world that isn't there. So for people who need that specific message, Yes. In that music, is yes. so perfect.
4: I, I think uh, we've done these kind of shows before where we had uh, the last uh, artist we had like that was Shelly Siegel. Oh, Remember Shelly Segal? Loves love Shelly Siegel. And um, I think uh, in the atheist movement, we have so much intellectual yeah. uh, caliber of people. That's great. But the artists are needed too because yes. the artists do speak to the emotional side of people, which, you know what? Let's face it. When you're uh, a Christian half of them stay Christians because of that yeah. they're, they're like emotionally that, that's invested
5: one of the reasons why people go to church like that's yes. one of the things I miss most about church is the music
4: the, yeah, the, and the, the, the
5: music was pretty boring but I, I enjoyed it while I was there
4: the, the, uh, you still have the Christmas music
5: yeah yeah Yeah,
4: Christmas the community, music the com- is amazing the community Christmas of the music. church right is, is mm-hmm. what's, what we kind of missed right so yeah. that's going to be so that's crazy I'm, I'm glad that we have a new friend and a new artist that does that and works yes. on that on that subject yeah. and Crazy. The the is super super talented
5: mm-hmm. so
4: I totally look forward to hearing from him again
5: especially yeah when their new album comes out I am super excited for that yeah
4: absolutely it's going to be great and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll have him back on the show eventually
5: definitely
1: I will have to um, send Amber a link
4: to his music
5: yeah she likes that kind of music she, she does
4: it. well thank you so much ladies for being on the show and thank you to all of you for listening today and uh, hope we were entertaining and uh, diverting for you yes coming up actually I'm not going to go on that because next week is our Halloween special (laughs) so let's just focus on that that's going to be interesting my story is done I I just need to record some of the effects I'm excited. You have a story too, right? I do. I Perfect. I
5: didn't create my own okay. because the one I was going to, it was a little heavier than what I was, like, it's very emotional for me in writing it, yeah. the process, and I wasn't in the right mental space, so I had to step back from writing it, so next year, it's going to be amazing.
4: <laughs> fair enough, fair yes. enough. We'll have some more stories and then Nancy should be back too, so that'll yes. be great. And oh, you know what? Instead of finishing with our usual song, um, let's Wait, uh, put one more so of. Uh,
5: this song we're going to play is my favorite.
4: Absolutely. Okay. Let's put one from uh, Damien there and his uh, album. Yeah. What are we uh, fi- um, closing the die song? Die,
5: not with? my hopes.
4: Die, not my hopes.
5: It's beautiful.
4: It All is. All right. Thank you guys. Until next time. Yeah.
5: Brock out.